0: Hey, I'm Jazz, and welcome to Ice Talks Basketball, where I talk about basketball and its relevance in my life. This episode, we titled "Basketball vs. Soccer." It's gonna be a debate between me and Miss Ruiz I'm debating the rigor of the sport, so the physicalities of the athletes. The fan reaction, so how the fans are for uh, between both sports and the intensity between both sports. So how you how you watch and get engaged into both sports. The ice talk of the day. I'll stick with the Olympics and because uh, one of the main guys on the USA men's roster, Bradley Bill, he's been placed in health and safety protocols, and that was breaking news because that either means He was probably he was most likely in contact to someone with COVID nineteen. And so that's bad because he's gonna have to spend some time away from the team and then test negative for I don't know a lot of time. So that's a big part of their roster. He can drop 30 on any given in any given game. So that's big. But now to the debate. Alright. So we're gonna start with the rigor. Okay. You
1: can go first. Me? Okay. Um, so one of the topics that uh, Jazz wanted to kind of cover today was the rigor of the sports regarding more so the training and the type of fitness that athletes have to go through. Um, I would say with soccer, it is a endurance-based sport. Not that basketball isn't. I just believe because the soccer game is longer And it's more about your endurance over a longer period of time as opposed to short sprints. Um, And it also depends on the position you play in soccer. So the forwards or the strikers oftentimes have to do more sprint-based endurance. Midfielders are usually the ones who have to kind of run around a lot more in the sport. And have to also be uh, able to change speeds quickly because they are not only a support to the offense, but to the defense. And defense will also be kind of more um, light jogging, walking at times, and then sprints. They have to be ready to kind of go when there's an attack against them. So in my opinion, I believe soccer is more rigorous in that it is more physically taxing on the body. Um, And what would you answer to that, Jazz?
0: I go against that because I feel like rigor, well no, rigor in basketball, it comes with being the athleticism of the players. Mm-hmm. They are very athletic and it goes to show with um their height. Like most people in the NBA are over six feet. And mm-hmm. so some exceptions. But if they are like under six feet, then there's a good chance that they are quite athletic or talented. That's why they're in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, with that athleticism, it brings more fun because they have the their aerobics are very high. Mm-hmm. Uh, if um, the defense is very good and it's more of a defensive-minded um, game or um, play, mm-hmm. then, then that way they would is more tech, It's more it's more rigorous on their bodies.
1: Mm. I guess for me, I could see why you would say that. Like in terms of agility, I know uh, basketball requires a lot of agility um, in that regard. Um, But I think in terms of like, is basketball or soccer more technical? I do think soccer can be quite technical. I don't know how that would measure up to basketball necessarily. But I know for soccer, it's not just simply kicking a ball. There are different techniques to be doing that. There are different techniques to passing, to shooting, um, to clearing a ball out of the defensive sector. Um, Also, controlling the ball is a lot more difficult, in my opinion, than in basketball because it's a lot more passing, um, whereas soccer, sometimes it's unpredictable where the ball is going to go. And sometimes you have to win the ball in the air. and so, for my, in my opinion, I think it's more difficult to control a soccer ball than a basketball. Also, because the human body, our hands are made to handle things just naturally, biologically speaking. Your feet are not as much. And so, soccer is kind of doing reverse on you and forcing you to kind of go against your body's nature. And for that reason, I think it's more rigorous as well. Okay. That makes sense.
0: If, because if they... After we strengthen in that way too, of using their feet more, it is a foot game, a foot um based sport. Mm-hmm. It is tougher. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to go to anticipation. Oh, not anticipation. The intensity of games.
1: The intensity of the game. You mean like how you watch it, like how you feel about it, how like riveting it is when you watch it.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Okay. Um, so- do you want to take this one first?
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. So there are more high stakes in basketball because it, um, the games are much shorter than they are than they are in uh, soccer, mm-hmm. and so they're playing they're playing towards a goal. And even when it gets down to that last minute, there it, it's still a game, even if it's like a ten point um, it's a ten point gap. It still can be a game just because of how the players are. And especially in games nowadays, how the NBA has, well, not the NBA, but how games have, how the game has changed up until this point. Um, More players uh, knowing how to shoot more from far behind, like where the goal is Mm -hmm. and there's more skill there. Uh, I'll give an example of the anticipation that comes with these games because I was watching a playoff game. Just the other week, it was game seven, and my team was in it, and so that made it more intense. And then coming down to the last minute, you could just um, feel the anticipation there wanting the team to win. Mm-hmm. And so it came down to the last minute, and we were just throwing haymakers, and at the, it was like a real gritty game. And so those games are, are better when it's just hoping your team comes out on top, and we did, so... It's just
1: better that way. Well, I guess I would say um, the first thing I'll concede to is if I were to choose, like, in terms of the adrenaline rush, I guess, in watching a basketball versus a soccer game, I think basketball is more, I guess, pleasing to watch in the sense of, like, it's very fast. And I guess it could be a lot of things, but I do think... Um, fast-paced sports get a lot of attention. Um, And so for that reason, I do understand why someone would say basketball would be more intense. Um, I think it's just the type of intensity is different. So you mentioned that in basketball it's like down to the last minute of the game. And you gave a perfect example um, with your team. Um, But I would also argue soccer goes down to the last minute of the game. It is not over until it's over in any sport in my opinion so in soccer I'll give you an example of a last minute uh hard like game was the World Cup match um it was I believe in the semifinals of the World Cup it was USA versus Brazil and the United States was down um and going to lose and it was uh, we ended up tying it up and we had to go into two overtime periods um, and Brazil scored in one of those overtime periods. So it looks like the United States was about to lose. And literally in the last minute of the game, we had a header scored by Abby Wambach. This was the Women's World Cup, by the way. Um, but Abby Wambach was a big uh, player at the time. And that won us that got us the opportunity to go into penalty kicks which we ended up winning and going into the final so i would say in terms of intensity when it comes down to the last minute or last second i think that's applicable to any sport really um not all but a good bit of them are like that so i would say football basketball soccer um would definitely fit that uh would fit that category
0: okay but it's so hard for you to score in soccer so how can you be um how can it be so suspense led like that when you're when it's like one to zero
1: so right
0: hard to score and you try to tie it up or trying to go up just to give you some breathing room
1: right so like i said like the pace i would say in basketball is much higher so it's like i uh, i think easier for a lot of people to kind of see the reward in that and follow along with that. In soccer, it's a very patient-based patient game. You have to be super patient and kind of poking and prodding the defense to figure out where the weak spots are and to figure out how to score. And you can get really close, but because the goals are so rare, I think that just amps up the anticipation to score. And that's why people feel like it's so much more rewarding. In soccer, who who might think soccer is better than basketball in that regard, they would say, well, the anticipation for soccer is higher because the goals are so rare, you can't score, like, over 100 points. Like, that's – I would say – would you agree it's pretty standard to score over 100 points in a game for basketball?
0: Yes.
1: So, in that way, I would say, yeah, they keep it exciting because the pace is up, they're going to score. There's no – surprise there. Whereas in soccer, it's kind of like, who's going to get it first? Um, How close are they going to get? Who's going to break through finally and score? And because the goals are so rare, um, that uh, contributes to that anticipation. And in a way, that's very, um, I guess you could say, stressful for people watching the game, and they get really into it because they want to see someone come out on top.
0: Okay. Okay. I know that makes sense too. Mm. Okay. So, going to fan response and mm-hmm. how fans respond to both um, sports, I understand soccer is like the most popular sport in the world.
1: Yep. I don't
0: get it <laughs> though. But, but I know that it's growing for basketball fans. I know mm-hmm. that does. Uh, fans are growing high in numbers now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I just noticed how hard fans go hard for their team. Like uh, when the Hawks played their first uh, NBA their per- their first playoff series this season against the Knicks, and mm-hmm. we were you know, in New York, and you know New Yorkers um not that nice. When I watched that game, mm-hmm. it was uh, some obscene chance, but it just showed me that.
1: Wow, fans go really go hard for their team. Mm-hmm. Is that your point about the fan response in basketball?
0: Yes. Okay.
1: So I guess to, I'm glad you realized that soccer is more uh, popular globally speaking. Um, I would argue it's also more competitive globally, just because you have a lot more opportunities to win not just within your own country's league, but more so, like, for example, we have the European League. Um, But even that's split down into, like, La Liga, which is Spain, and then you have the British Premier League, which is not just England. It also includes teams that are involved in the United Kingdom, to my knowledge. And then they also all come together and compete in the Euro. Um, They also, in South America, each country has their own, like, national like within their country uh, but they also have an international cup as well Copa America is what we call it and then not only do we have it in those areas of the world we also have the world cup and we have the Olympics so I would argue that there's a lot more chances to get global recognition and for that reason I think there's a lot more fans in soccer as opposed to basketball because basketball is kind of limited um and that it developed in the United States mainly. You could correct me if I'm wrong, but to my knowledge, it, uh, it developed in the United States. And it's very much a sport that's huge in the United States, not so much globally speaking. And the fans here, yes, they're diehard fans. I've seen it, but I would argue that soccer fans aren't just as diehard to the point where if they can't even go see a game, they will obviously go to each other's houses. And I'm sure people do for basketball too, but they'll sell out restaurants, pubs, um, rent out houses, or different places just to watch the game. They'll even gather in parks and kind of like old drive through theaters have a huge screen and you just all watch it. They'll do that too. And I don't really see that same response for basketball on a global scale. Maybe in the U.S., but I, I really haven't seen it to that level.
0: Okay. So soccer, I learned from that. It's definitely more global. mm
1: mm-hmm.
0: Basketball is it's like i know it's it started here but i don't know it's just something about it i just think soccer takes forever and when (laughs) you're watching it it's like a two hour plus game and when you're watching basketball it's it's 48 minutes for the game but Mm -hmm. it has flaws in that too because i remember the phoenix suns versus the Clippers, like, the last minute of their game took about 30 minutes in real time because mm-hmm. of all the review and stuff. Right. Oh, I understand that. Jeez.
1: Yeah, I would say with that, I get it, that um, soccer is pretty long. And if you are not a patient person, if you can't get into the anticipation of the goal, it's going to be really challenging for you to enjoy that game. That's where I think actually the fans help a lot when people go with fans to a soccer game. It makes it so much more enjoyable. I'm sure it does for basketball too, but there's a ton of like soccer fan chants. I'm not really well versed in what the fan chants are in basketball, but I know there's tons of fan chants in different languages, different areas, different cities for soccer. And they do it the entire game, and you and some like countries in the Olympics, you'll watch, and they bring like their instruments and things like that, and it's just so loud, and it's so I guess diverse the type, the types of uh, ways they engage that you really can't get bored <laughs> in that way. Um, and then for watching at home, I would say yes, I could see basketball being more entertaining. My personal thing with basketball is, yes, it may be a shorter game, but I end up spending more time on the TV watching it than with soccer because there's so many commercial breaks and timeouts. And that's really frustrating for me because it just disrupts the flow of the game for me. Whereas soccer, yeah, we have fouls and things, but it we really try not to disrupt the flow of the game like that. And that's my personal thing with basketball. I just wish – there weren't wouldn't be so many timeouts and commercials like that because it makes it longer actually than a soccer game on a television. So
0: yeah, that's right. Yeah, I can remember some games where I'm watching it and then after one play, it goes back to commercial, and I'm just like because that was that same game that I was talking about earlier, that Phoenix mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. It took forever. But I understand that because I remember we were the Atlanta United when they won, I I remember that when uh, in here this mm-hmm. house and my brother, we were so excited. And yeah, we're about going to a game because they were be so hyped at the games.
1: Yes, I think the in-person experience is a must for soccer. It, it's so much more bet. It's so much better if you go in person as opposed to watching on TV. If you're not like a diehard fan, because it's easier to get into when you're in person.
0: Well, how many soccer games did you go to at your college?
1: At my college? So fun fact, UGA does not have a men's soccer team. They do have a women's soccer team, but I didn't have a car. So I could never go to the games when I was younger. Um, What I did do is I watched a lot of the women's league. Like in the United States, we have our own soccer league for women. And I watched a lot of that. And then in terms of the men's, Uh, To be quite honest, the men's soccer team in the United States, we don't don't even need to talk about that because they're not that good. Um, But for abroad, I like watching the Spain League um, and uh, the British Premier League the most. Okay. Yeah. But I have been to an Atlanta United game live twice, and it was awesome both times. I enjoyed myself immensely.
0: Yeah, they sound amazing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. And then if for you, I guess my question would be, who should I start looking at basketball-wise? Because I will say, we didn't start out in my family as a soccer family. My dad was a football and basketball fan. That's what we watched growing up until we started playing soccer ourselves. So he watched a lot of the Miami Heat. Um, And I do remember he watched it during the time that the Spurs and the Heat were like rivals. Um, so I remember watching a lot of that. So if I were to get back into basketball, who should I kind of keep an eye out for and watch, um, to kind of give it a shot?
0: Well, are you, are you from Miami since your dad was watching? Yes, me?
1: I am. That's, that's actually where I was born. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Well, Miami, they're, they're okay, but the Hawks are really my team. So you're asking me, I would say the Hawks just uh-huh. made it to the conference finals and they're growing like big
1: so who are they gonna play
0: who oh they're 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 eliminated
1: (laughs) oh okay see i don't follow this so i don't even know who's in i like today when you mentioned that um who was it that the united states national basketball they lost like in a olympic pre-qualifier. Yeah. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I had to look it up because I had no idea. But yeah, apparently they lost twice. They lost to Nigeria and another country.
0: Yeah. And then they won against Argentina, but Argentina is not that good. So nah. still kind of looking down on them.
1: Right. Okay. So the Hawks. I've heard mixed things about the Hawks. That's why I haven't really gotten into it because I know people who are like fans <laughs> okay. but they can't exactly let them the- down. <laughs>
0: Atlanta
1: uh-huh is but it the Atlanta no, curse
0: no okay so sometimes it's the curse but I feel like that all went away this year for this Atlanta team okay I mean, I'm not speaking on the Falcons that's still kind of sad but for <laughs> the Hawks like they're they've overcame multiple deficits and so I just believe for them okay
1: so, they are they done? Like, they, they there's nothing else for this season or anything?
0: Yeah, this season is over.
1: Okay. So, for next season, who should I keep an eye out for if I happen to see a basketball game now and again?
0: Okay. Definitely the Hawks. hmm The Heat. Okay. Sure. The Heat. Do you know any players on the Heat?
1: Not currently. I knew the team back in the day. Because I watched it with my dad, but I don't know who's on it now.
0: Okay, so you watched LeBron?
1: I saw LeBron, Chris Bosh, and Dwayne Wade, the big three, when they were there. But even before that, um, I I was watching it when uh, Dwayne Wade and I think it was Shaquille O'Neal played together as well. And I knew, and I was watching it during the time that the Spurs were rivals of the Heat. And also before that, I think it was the Celtics that were the rivals. Um, that's about the time frame I was watching it.
0: Okay, so in that time frame, I'm thinking LeBron definitely, and he's on the Lakers right now. Yes. Uh, On the Spurs, I believe during that time, Kawhi Leonard was like the big player there. Mm. I know Tony Parker, they retired, so I'm thinking Kawhi. That's also an L.A. team. Mm
1: -hmm. But also
0: look out this offseason, because you don't know if these players are going to return to these teams.
1: Right, they might transfer over. Yeah. Okay. Are you going to be watching the basketball at the Olympics? Oh, yes. And more soccer. And more soccer. Yeah, that's usually when people watch it. Do you prefer the women or the men's?
0: Uh, well, recently, I only watched the men's. I okay. haven't watched the women's. Not Well, on YouTube, kind of, but not mm-hmm. really.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It looks like I, I haven't seen too much of the international competition, but we got a solid uh, American team for the women. So I'm looking forward to that. I don't even know if the men made it from the United States to the Olympics because they're not good. Um, but I am going to be definitely watching the men because I will be going for Argentina this year.
0: Okay. Now, yeah. When I watched the men, I wasn't watching the United States. I think it was Spain I was watching.
1: Yeah, Spain is a good team as well, at least the past one. I don't know too much about how they are now because I haven't watched the international teams too much yet. But we'll see.
0: Okay. Yep. Thanks for listening to Ice Talks. That will conclude our episode. you later, and bye-bye.